This is Recovery Support with Kevin Bergen, brought to you by CCRG, the Center for Counseling, Recovery, and Growth. Is there anyone in recovery that doesn't struggle? Life includes many things, positive and negative, and one thing we can safely say is part of every life is struggle. Without struggle, we couldn't grow. Muscles won't get stronger without breaking them down through exertion. A butterfly won't develop properly without struggling to emerge from its cocoon. So why resist a struggle? While many struggles bring growth and strength, some just beat us down. I say, struggle smart. Struggle to achieve and grow, rest plenty to rejuvenate, and lay aside the struggle that only wears us down. On today's episode of Recovery Support, I'm going to share a piece by Russ Harris that he calls The Struggle Switch. This comes from his incredibly helpful and well-written book, The Happiness Trap, published by Trumpeter Books. Recovery Support with Kevin Bergen is made possible by CCRG, the Center for Counseling, Recovery, and Growth, based in Torrance, California. Visit us at centercrg.com and by Guy Stuff at CCRG, where coaching and counseling is made comfortable for men. GuyStuffCenter.com, where you can also find information about online video coaching. The Struggle Switch by Russ Harris. Have you ever seen one of those old cowboy movies where the bad guy falls into a pool of quicksand and the more he struggles, the faster it sucks him under? If you ever fall into quicksand, struggling is the worst thing you can do. What you're supposed to do is lie back, stretch out, keep still, and let yourself float on the surface. Then whistle for your horse to come and rescue you. This takes presence of mind, because every instinct in your body tells you to struggle. But the more you struggle, the worse your situation becomes. The same principle applies to difficult feelings. The more we struggle with them, the more trouble we create for ourselves. Now, why should this be? Well, imagine that at the back of your mind is a switch. We'll call it the struggle switch. When it's switched on, it means we're going to struggle against any physical or emotional pain that comes our way. Whatever discomfort we experience, we'll see it as a problem and try hard to get rid of it or avoid it. Suppose the emotion that shows up is anxiety. If our struggle switches on, then that feeling is completely unacceptable. So we could end up with anger about our anxiety. How dare they make me feel like this? Or anxiety about our anxiety. This can't be good for me. I wonder what it's going to do to my body. Or guilt about our anxiety. I shouldn't let myself get so worked up. I'm acting like a child. Or maybe even a mixture of all these feelings at once. What all these secondary emotions have in common is that they're unpleasant, 
unhelpful and a drain on our energy and vitality. And then we might get angry or depressed or anxious about that. Can you see the vicious cycle here? Now imagine what happens if our struggle switch is off. In this case, whatever emotion shows up, no matter how unpleasant, we don't struggle with it. So, when anxiety shows up, it's not a problem. Sure, it's unpleasant, we don't like it, but it's nothing terrible. With the struggle switch off, our anxiety levels are free to rise and fall as the situation dictates. Sometimes they'll be high, sometimes low, and sometimes there will be no anxiety at all. But more importantly, we're not wasting our time and energy struggling with it. Without struggle, what we get is a natural level of physical and emotional discomfort, depending on who we are and the situation that we're in. We call this clean discomfort. There's no avoiding clean discomfort. Life serves it up to all of us in one way or another. But once we start struggling with it, our discomfort levels increase rapidly. And all that additional suffering we call dirty discomfort. Our struggle switch is like an emotional amplifier. Switch it on, and we can have anger about our anxiety, anxiety about our anger, depression about our depression, or guilt about our guilt. We could even have guilt about our anger, about our anxiety, and then depression about that. But it doesn't stop there. With our struggle switch on, we're completely unwilling to accept the presence of these uncomfortable feelings, which means not only do we get distressed about them, we also do whatever we can to avoid or get rid of them. For some people, this means turning to drugs, alcohol, gambling, or food. Others turn to the TV, books, or computer games. Humans find an almost infinite number of ways to try to avoid or get rid of unpleasant feelings, from smoking to shopping, from sex to surfing the Internet. As we saw earlier, most of these control strategies are no big deal as long as they're used in moderation. But... Any one of them is problematic if used excessively or inappropriately, readily leading to addictions, relationship issues, health problems, or just wasting time. All these secondary problems and the painful feelings associated with them fall under the heading dirty discomfort. So with the struggle switch off, our emotions are free to move. We don't waste time or energy fighting or avoiding them. We don't generate all that dirty discomfort. And then with the struggle switch on, our emotions are stuck. We waste a huge amount of time and energy struggling with them, and we create a lot of painful and unhelpful dirty discomfort. Take the case of Rachel, a 43-year-old legal secretary. 
Rachel suffers from panic disorder, a condition characterized by sudden episodes of overwhelming fear, so-called panic attacks. During a panic attack, the sufferer has an intense feeling of impending doom, associated with distressing sensations like breathlessness, chest pain, a thumping heart, choking, dizziness, tingling in the hands and feet, hot and cold flushes, sweating, faintness, and trembling. This is a common disorder. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, roughly 6 million Americans experience panic disorders. Rachel's major problem is actually her intense dislike of anxiety. She thinks anxiety is something terrible and dangerous, and she'll do anything possible to avoid it. This means that as soon as she feels any sensation that remotely resembles anxiety, like a racing heart or tightness in the chest, that sensation will trigger further anxiety. Then, as her anxiety level rises, those unwanted sensations grow even stronger. This, in turn, triggers even more anxiety until soon she is in a state of full-blown panic. Rachel's world is steadily shrinking. She now avoids drinking coffee, watching scary movies, or doing any physical exercise. Why? Because all these things made her heart beat faster, which can then set off the whole vicious cycle. She also refuses to ride in elevators or airplanes, drive on busy roads, visit crowded shopping centers, or attend large social gatherings. Why? because she knows she might feel anxious in those situations, and anxiety is something she wants to avoid at any cost. Rachel's case is extreme, but to a lesser extent, we all do the same thing. All of us, at times, avoid challenges in order to escape the stress or anxiety that goes with them. And as I've said before, in moderation, this is not a problem. But the more extensive that avoidance becomes the more we start to suffer in the long run. Yes, that all makes sense, I hear you say. But how can I stop struggling with difficult feelings when they feel so bad? The answer is by using a simple technique called expansion. But before we come to that, we need to explore how the struggle switch developed. This concludes Russ Harris's chapter on The Struggle Switch. He then goes on to address where the struggle switch developed, and then how we can stop struggling when difficult feelings just feel so bad. I've seen many lives transformed as I've counseled clients who work and practice this approach. I haven't seen anyone master their struggle switch just because I taught it to them. But I've watched people blossom by implementing and practicing and pushing and practicing some more. Struggle when it'll bring you growth. But put the struggle down if it's wearing you out with no benefit. I'm Kevin Bergen, and I look forward to joining you again on the next episode of Recovery Support with Kevin Bergen. Recovery Support with Kevin Bergen is made possible by CCRG, the Center for Counseling, Recovery, and Growth. 
visit us at centercrg.com and buy Guy Stuff at CCRG, where coaching and counseling, including online video coaching, is made comfortable for men. GuyStuffCenter.com. Thank you.